radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas, I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the week eight preview show fantasy football scoop. And I am Tony. I am here with Turtle and Bishop, as always. And Guys, it's getting real close to Halloween, one of my favorite times of year. Uh, I enjoy Halloween. I, I enjoy, you know, passing out candy to the little rugrats in the neighborhood. I enjoy making up stupid costumes. And I, I posted a poll uh, today in the in the uh, on the website asking if uh, if you were going if the if the owners were going to dress up for Halloween. And if so, to email us what their costume was. Uh, did you guys vote on this poll? I did, and I voted no. Uh, normally, I, I, I guess I, I used to a few years ago. Uh, now my kids are kind of like, you know, they're into that weird age where they just want to, like, get it over with. They don't, like, care about their costume. They're just doing it to get a candy. They just want the candy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I we don't like pass it out anymore because uh, there's not a lot of kids in our neighborhood, so we just go with them to a different neighborhood, and no one's home, so that's it. Maybe a bowl outside, take one or two. That's it. Turtle, what about you? What uh, I just voted. Um, no, I, I don't wear a costume. Like never? I get it for my kids. That's it. Wow. Uh, as an adult, yeah, no, never. I've always been envious of people that uh, that like have that creativity and and actually have like good results from their costume. But I, I myself, no, I, I've never got into it. Well, I am going to be dressing up this year. Uh, I know this is lame, but we're not going to any like costume parties or anything. But we do bowl like that weekend, like Saturday. So like we always dress up when we go bowling. Uh, I'm in a bowling league and it's 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 a good time. Uh, last year we were like Squid Game. I don't know if you remember that. The next Netflix show uh, from Korea was all the rage at the time. Uh, this year, I bought a bleach blonde wig, and you know those like compression arm sleeves that like players wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bought two of those that have flames on them. 
So I will be the mayor of Flavortown. I will be Guy Fieri this this Halloween, <laughs> and I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. Sounds awesome. Speaking of a great time, let's take a look at the waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to your week eight waiver wire recap. Let's get this started so we can get it over with. First up, we've got the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Oh, yeah. Santino, Wolfpack, acquire, making two big uh, pickups, acquiring Nicole Hartman, wide receiver from Kansas City, and releasing RIP Odell Beckham Jr. Did he and... pay money for Odell last week, or did he just pick him up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I don't think he knows how to do zero bids or free moves. And let's see. He also picked up Jalen Warren, running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and released his Rashad Penny, also for $20. So two $20 transactions from Santino. This is quite the season we're having. I, I, I must say, Santino, I love the activity. The problem here is that it's week eight. <laughs> like start doing this stuff earlier in the season and I think you know you'll have better results. I keep encouraging him. You just keep going, Santino. You keep making those pickups. Keep doing also you could bid zero. That's all I'm saying. Yes, you could yes, also you bid could. zero. Yes. <laughs> all right. Next up we got uh you know three in a row here from Cologne Rocks acquiring the New York Giants quarterback and releasing the Colts quarterback for $9. He also acquired Chuba Hubbard and released Curtis Samuel for $7 and added Kyron Williams running back from the Rams and released Michael Gallup. I think that Kyron Williams guy, I think he was, uh, he was the Notre Dame running back, I think. Yeah, I think he got hurt like early in the season or maybe even preseason, but I think he's he's due to come back. So, yeah, the name sounded familiar. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got occasional crotch chop. Tony acquiring the Tennessee Titans defense for two dollars and releasing <gasps> the Cleveland Browns Cleveland defense. defense. Yeah, uh, you know, I like I need a defense this week. To, to score points and the Titans play the Texans this week. So I'm thinking I could maybe uh, get a, get a pick six or a scoop and poop here. I'm just saying you could have also kept the Browns and just held three, t uh, three defenses on your team. That's all. We what am I worm? What am I? What are, what are we doing? <laughs> okay. Now we got some uh, $0 bids. Let's go with, Serbia acquiring the Carolina Panthers defense and releasing the San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> Even though it's, I'm looking right at it, it said LA. I still said San Diego. Ah, and lastly, we have Cracka Ass Crackas acquiring Jamison Williams. I don't even know who that is. Wide receiver from Detroit and releasing the ever dropped Romeo Dubs for $0. <laughs> Yeah, Romeo Dubs is getting passed around this league like a like a like a, like a weak hooker here. Uh, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with him, but uh, Jameson Williams is a first round rookie 
Uh, due to come back soon, I think. So, proactive move by KWAL. Nice. And that will conclude your waiver wire segment for week eight. There's a letter in your mailbox. We have a couple emails. Uh, thanks, as always, to the contributors. We greatly appreciate it, especially this week, <clears throat> as you'll find out soon. Uh, the first email comes from Kowalski, and it's just an emoji of a thinking emoji. Like the guy with like his hand on his chin kind of thinking emoji. And it says, I guess dropping Dobbs for Boyd was not the greatest move of all time. Uh, didn't Tyler Boyd catch like two touchdowns this week? Yeah, I just saw him on someone's bench and I was like, wow. It was on Leitro's bench, yeah, he had 22 yeah. points. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have another email from Kowalski at and the subject is, I was today years old when I realized vote and veto are the same words, except the E and the O are switched. Primetime, did you know this? Yeah, I think I learned that when I was like six. I just didn't think it was that big a deal. But uh, that's it. I'm, I'm happy for him. Same yeah. with silent and listen. Maybe more of that. Did you know race car is spelled the same forwards and backwards? Yes. That's a good one, too. Interesting. I didn't know that one. There's a, there's a name for those. I can't remember what they are, but is it a palindrome, I think? Is it a palindrome? That sounds correct. Might be a palindrome. That sounds right. <sighs> Another email from Kowalski. <laughs> The Falcons are passing the ball at a rate equal to that of 1946. League average pass attempts per game in 1946, 21.3. Marcus Mariota pass attempts per game in 2022, 21.4. Some also some notables from 1946. Bob Waterford, 22 and 22.8 pass attempts. Sid Luckman, the great Bears quarterback, 20.8 pass attempts. Sammy Ball, 14.3. NFL leaders in receiving in 1946 was Jim Benson with 981 yards. I think uh, Cooper Cup might already have that. Um, Certainly doesn't bode well for Kyle Pitts and Drake London. The Atlanta Falcons are a goddamn enigma, is basically what Kowalski is trying to say here. Um I I don't understand what's going on there. I, I mean, Marcus Mariota is not good, so that makes sense, but they're not really good at like running the ball, I don't think. Um I would say many things, yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not good at much. But uh very interesting strategy as well. And we got our last email from Kowalski. It's entitled Halloween. Like I said, if you are dressing for Halloween, let us know what you're going to be. And he says, the family is going as the cast of Paw Patrol. The girl will be Chase. The boy will be Zuma. Wife is Sky, not to comp- be confused with Sky as in Sky Moore. And I am Marshall. Only one of us currently has a costume, though, and it's the girl. Uh, Paw Patrol, is that big in your guys' house? You guys got kids. You big, you big Paw Patrol? Uh, not, not anymore. Yeah, my- yeah, it used to be for sure. I remember. I think there's still like some random 
flippers I see every once in a while. They have Paw Patrol on them, but yeah, my kids aren't into that anymore. Yeah, like I don't, I don't have kids, so like I, don't, I have no idea what kids are into these days. Like in my mind, they're still watching like Barney and like Teletubbies and shit like that. No, dude, they're dancing around grown people on Roblox and Minecraft, <laughs> just tweaking out on fucking iPads. My, my kids are like they don't stick with something for very long. Like there's no point learning what they're watching because they're not gonna watch that thing next sure. week. You know. Yep. So that's why I kind of stopped paying attention to all that. Yeah. And our last email from Hattori Hanzo titled Rip Ninjoku Watch 2022. And it says BDI defied temptation and exercised restraint. David Ninjoku remains unclaimed with his current designation of week to week, possibly to miss up to five weeks. This segment is rip. We will try for the Tony Award or whatever award podcast gets for drama and intrigue for next year. Ninjoku Watch 2023. In what round will David Ninjoku be drafted by BDI? <laughs> I'll start working on the mock. Yeah, pencil him in. Pencil him in for Ninjoku in the third round, I'm going to guess. Turtle, what do you think? Uh, just based on the amount of uh, he, he's caught, uh, he's going to try everything in his power and end up at, like, seventh. Okay. I like that. You, you yeah. think he's going to try and hold off on drafting Ninjoku? He, but- yeah, yeah. It won't be a fifth rounder this year because he got mocked so bad. Um, You know, his little ego couldn't take that, so <laughs> now he's just, like, out of spite. Yeah. Just uh, In the end, he yet. will not be able to contain himself. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, usually this is where I play the Giuseppe audio clip, but uh, I don't know. There must have been like a uh, emergency in Italy. I don't know what that would entail. Maybe like uh, a fresh pasta or something like that. Maybe some strombolis or, or I don't know. What do you, we didn't we didn't get a clip from Giuseppe. I think he w- was busy or he hates us or who knows. So let's just go into picks, and we had a great week last week. Uh, myself and Bishop actually went perfect, six out of six. Bishop, is this the the only thing you've ever done perfect in your life? Oh no, I've I've done quite a few things perfectly. I'll tell you what, Mister Perfect, <laughs> spit spit gum, yeah, spit gum yeah. and <laughs> kick it out of the air, yeah. Uh, Giuseppe and Turtle also very good. Five out of six. Turtle, you you missed your game, and Giuseppe picked me for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. So on the season-long total, I am still in the lead with 28 correct. Giuseppe at 26. Bishop, 24. And Turtle, you still got a lot of ground to cover with 20 correct predictions. Hey, we're at 20. Yeah, you, you made it past the teens. Good job. It's week eight. <laughs> it is week eight that's we're not very good at this but at least we're all not very good at it you know what i mean yeah that's fine yeah it's a very level playing field <laughs> all right well let's get into the matchups and we start as always in the balls mahoney with my occasional crotch chop versus giuseppe's ted lasso way i think he was scared of me i i think he he chose to not send in a clip intentionally 
uh, based on what's going to happen this week. I am a 12-point favorite bishop. Uh, I don't know who Giuseppe is going to pick. I'll have to get that tomorrow morning. Uh, so tell me your thoughts. What do you think is going to happen? Well, originally, like, before I even looked, I was just going to take Giuseppe. Uh, but then I noticed he has many people going on Thursday. He's got the, the Gus bus. He's got Mike Evans. And who's the other one? Oh, Tampa Bay's kicker. And I was like, that can't be great. And he's got that midget quarterback playing on the road in Minnesota. That's probably not going to be a good for him either. And then I look over at your team, and you have a lot of great matchups. And you're starting my guy, Len Whale Robinson. So this is going to be great. Uh, I'll take Tony for sure. Uh, probably, yeah, I think he'll cover the 12 too. Turtle, what Oof. do you got? Yeah, I don't know. You're, you're covering the 12 here. I thought it was going to be pretty close. Um, I do think Tony gets the win. Why do you hate Christian Kirk? I don't trust him, and he's in London. Uh, fine. And you guys always tell me, oh, Patrick Sertan is so good at cornerback, so he'll probably be lined up <laughs> with him. Fine. All right. Yeah, I, I think with Wandale in there, you still win. Um, I just don't like like Jacoby Myers or Gus Edward. I don't trust those guys at all. Um. I just plus fuck Mike Evans. Yeah, you're gonna win easily, and you'll cover the twelve. Fuck Mike Evans. Um, I would love to make this a little bit more interesting, so I'm proposing a gentleman's wager to Giuseppe, who is not here to defend himself or or answer my challenge here. Uh so. If I win this matchup, you need to submit an audio clip next week in the accent of my choosing. And if you win this matchup, I will recap the entire game in the accent of your choosing. So either way, I think the podcast wins out here, guys. Um, as, as long as they're, like, offensive. I don't want like yeah uh, yeah they gotta be super offensive no iron sheik and stuff like that that's just too easy or borat yeah you can't go borat or iron sheik I feel like yeah those are layups so uh, yeah make it something uh, real tacky spicy spicy okay anyway uh, I think I'm gonna win this week uh, Christian McCaffrey's gonna get more involved this week just because he has to because Jeff Wilson Jr. is bad and they spent a lot to get him and they're going to want to see him produce and I think that starts this week I'm getting Josh Allen off a bye in Sunday Night Football he loves to play big in prime time uh, I kind of like Wandale Robinson I, he got a six catches on eight targets last week and like I said before, there's absolutely nothing going on with the Giants passing game. So I think he'll get a bunch of targets. He'll be a good PPR play this week. And uh, I think I will get a big game out of my Tennessee Titans defense, newly acquired off the waiver wire. Uh, I don't, I'm not worried about Gus Edwards. Uh, you saw what happened with Kenyon Drake one week and what happened the next week. There's too many mouths to feed in in that rushing attack and they get to play Tampa on a Thursday night. So that's never a, a recipe for success. And also he's playing a Patriot Patriots wide receiver, which is never a good option. Uh I got to dodge a, a a smash game from Jamar Chase again. 
But uh, I think I'll be able to do it. I think I'll get there. I think I'll cover the 12. I think I will win. And stay tuned for that audio clip clip next week. It should be pretty good. And our next matchup. We have Turtle and Avitsa's New Wave Hookers 5 versus Matt's Ghost Brady's. Which, of course, a shout-out to Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read the lyrics to this song, but this song is not about busting ghosts. It's about busting something else. Oh, I gotta listen to this again. Oh, yeah. Uh, listen, to the, listen to the lyrics, and uh, yeah, this song is not about busting ghosts. It's about busting some ass. <laughs> and uh, Turtle is a half-point favorite this week. Uh, he's, getting his, he's getting his Vikings back. They get to play Minnesota or uh, Arizona at home, which is good. Uh, I'll take this one. I'll lead off here. And I think this is going to be a really close game. But I think... Matt ends up taking this victory. I I'm gonna keep saying it, and eventually I'm gonna be right. I think a big game from Lamar Jackson this week, and uh, I just say this: Boston makes me feel good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, okay, I can go next. Oh man. Uh. I'm gonna go. You know what? Uh, give me Turtle. Maybe Brady bounces back. I don't know. I doubt it, but you never know. Dante Foreman, he's the new starter. Or I think he's a starter now in Carolina. He might do well. You get your Minnesota boys back from by. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me Turtle, but I think it'll be really close. Yeah, I'm going to pick myself. I don't know who my running back's going to be this week. Um, it could be one of Eno, Daryl Henderson, or Foreman. But I think I'm just going to have a close one. Um, he's got Ramondre Severson. He's solid against the Jets. It's going to be a slow game. So Terry McLaurin, I'm not scared of with whoever the fuck they have at quarterback. And uh, Lamar. It's going to come down to what happens with Brady and Lamar tomorrow. Okay. I'm not going to lose. Uh, had to let that one line. Had to let that line mm-hmm. breathe. All right. Excellent pick and excellent team name change. Uh, not only did he change his team name, but Matt, his owner name is Band Kicker and Defense. So uh, we have another supporter, gentlemen. After last week, I'm against it. Yeah, appreciate the love. No, fuck that. Appreciate the love. <laughs> Keep that up. <laughs> Ban him. Uh, yes, excellent choice, Matt. Keep it up. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Kowalski's Cracka Ass Crackas uh, versus Santino's Wolfpack Turtle. 
and Kowalski is a 20 and a half point favorite. Uh, yeah. Come up with some story how you think Santino can win. He does, come on. Doesn't have a chance. 20 and a half isn't enough. He's coming off, uh, uh, what is it, 120 points to 40 point, not 39 point thing. Uh, Dalton Schultz has entered the lineup as well as Jalen Warren. Um, I, there's just no route to victory here. Uh, K-Wall's team is is hot, and uh, he lost Metcalf, but at least we got that, that white guy out of his lineup, so it looks better. He's going to win. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm sorry, Santino. You have two p- players playing in London this week. In the Whoever the Denver quarterback is and Jerry Judy, that's usually not a good sign. Um, you have A.J. Brown, who's quality. But that's pretty much it. So I'm pretty sure K-Wall's got this one. And like Turtle said, 20 and a half is not enough. Russell Wilson looks like he's on track to play. And uh, I don't know if you guys read this report today, but, you know, Denver to London, that's probably a very long flight. And there were reports that Russell Wilson spent eight hours of the flight stretching and doing knee ups. Like, you know that thing where, like, you, you jump and raise your knee real high? Eight hours on the plane doing this while like teammates are trying to sleep because you know it's like over an eight hour flight uh yeah russell wilson not only a terrible quarterback but just a terrible guy i mean can you bishop you like to sleep a lot imagine you're trying to get some shut eye on a on a on a cross-country flight and you got some asshole over here working out in the aisle of the airplane. I I, I kind of think he's just doing it because he's like on the verge of being benched. So he has to like feign like he's trying really hard to impress people that he's working nonstop. But yeah, that's uh, not going to apply. He's just going to, like like you said, piss off his teammates. Yep. His offensive line will stop blocking for him. It's a very strange dude. <sighs> Yeah, I th- I think I don't I don't know if we've seen the worst of Russell Wilson yet, guys. Uh, just, oh wow! Yeah, I, I don't think there's a way that this gets better soon. So, uh, San or Kowalski gets the Santino lottery this week. So, uh, GG's Kowalski, you're gonna win. You're gonna destroy him. Uh, Twenty and a half is not enough. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have Bishops. The Count of Monte Fisto versus Worm's Team Taylor. Now, Turtle, Worm is a 17.5 point favorite. This is the annual Srech Bowl. A bowl of Srech is upon us. So what do you think is going to happen here, Turtle? Um, I, I... Don't know why he loves this Brian Robinson guy so much and why he has so many guys in a 39 point total game. Um, I, he's, he's benching guys like Swift, who may or may not be coming back, and Amari Cooper. He just hates Amari Cooper, but he keeps drafting him. Um, I, get the fucking Brian Robinson guy out of the lineup. 
It's going to be closer than 17 and a half, but I think Worm wins. I just don't know if, uh, like James Conner, if he plays this week. If not, who do you put in? Uh, Chase Edmonds, maybe? Yeah, I just, there's there's not enough to get past, uh, like, Saquon Barkley and Hopkins and Pittman. I'm going to agree. I think Worm gets the victory here. And I got a question for you, Primetime. Shoot. New Orleans Saints, they play the Las Vegas Raiders this week. Have you have you thought about picking up the Raiders defense <laughs> and hoping for pick sixes? Uh, I don't think the Raiders are capable of uh, playing defense or having pick sixes, so that is not an option for me. <laughs> okay. But um, I do have Kirk Cousins. You do have Kirk Cousins, so you you got you could throw that in there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um Saquon Barkley's going to have a smash game this week against Seattle. I think Worm wins. DeAndre Hopkins is going to get the same volume, maybe even some more than what he got last week. And uh, you're still starting Brandon Cooks. So, uh, yeah, you're not going to win. I'm going to disagree with all of you and take myself. I think Barkley is going to have a dud game because you guys keep forgetting that Seattle's the greatest team in the NFL right now, and they're at home. Uh, I like, I, like you said, I, I don't think Connor's going to play. I just had to take him out or put him in because Zeke isn't playing. I'll find someone to plug in there. I think this could be Brandon Cooks' breakout week at home against Tennessee. And uh, <laughs> You heard it here first. Yeah. He's been in the league only 17 years on six different teams, but here we are. <laughs> week eight, he's going to break out. <laughs> He's also questionable for uh, on the non-injury related. So he's very questionable. <laughs> yeah, very questionable. Uh, I like Chris Olave this week. Hopefully, I can get a, a stack with those two. Uh, yeah, I, it's going to be an ugly game. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be an ugly game, but I think I could win. Okay. Next matchup. We have Pee-wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus BDI's D's Nuts Second Coming. And I just had to do a double take because six <laughs> BDI is a 16-point favorite in this one. And I finally figured out why. There's a lot of bye weeks, a lot of injuries for Pee-wee McLean. And uh, BDI is getting Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs back this, this week. Um Pee-wee McLean's starting guys like Chuba Hubbard, Danny Danny Dimes, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, the the injuries and the bye weeks are going to just wreck you this week, McLean. So I'm going to take BDI uh, whether I want to or not. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. Um, BDI starting the Seattle quarterback, Geno. I think he's going to do very well at home against the Giants. Um, Alvin Kamara might do well this week too because they're playing at home against the the Raiders and like you said Diggs and Cup are back those should be very beneficial uh, on McLean's team I like Kenneth Walker but pretty much everyone else is hit or miss maybe Gabe Davis might catch a touchdown this week he might not he might catch three who knows I don't know <laughs> like it's it's up in the air but uh I'll take I'll definitely take Zach, but I think it's closer than sixteen for sure. I don't even know if it's closer than sixteen. Um yeah, BDI is gonna win this week. Uh his his team looks good. 
I can't say anything uh, really bad about it. I don't like Antonio Gibson at all. That's pretty. That's uh, pretty bad. I just don't yeah. like. Yeah, I just don't like uh, running backs on bad teams that split the carries like evenly with people that got shot in the fucking legs. I just it doesn't make any sense to me. So um, other than that, the rest of his team is fine. Like I, I like all of them, and uh, I, I've just always been catched out by Peyton McLean's uh, floor of their team. And now they lose Mahomes and Eckler for the week. Uh, it's and Brees Hall, so they, they can't be doing too good. All right, the last matchup we have Mike's Lucky Lucianos versus Micah's Team Serbia. And I should say that this is a pick'em. We don't see these too often. This is a straight up pick'em according to RT Sports. Uh, so Turtle. Uh, tell me, what do you think is going to happen here? I think Serbia has a get-right week this week. Um, I want Mike to lose. I want him to lose bad. Uh, I don't like his team. I don't like it at all. So that's my only reason. He beat me last week. Uh, kind of had everything, you know, Luki go his way. So I hope he loses muddy the waters yeah i can i can go next um i kind of want to pick micah but the travis kelsey being on a buy thing i think is going to really hurt um i mean david montgomery playing against dallas uh that's going to be a struggle game nick chubb's going to tear it up as he, as nick chubb always does uh travis Etienne's a question mark a very big question mark deontay johnson barely does anything Devonta Smith doesn't really do anything. Yeah, it's very it's going to be very hard for Micah to pull this off. So I'll, I'll take Mike. Uh, with all due respect, I think that's what you're supposed to say before you you say something oh. bad about an Italian. Um, so uh, with all due respect, with all due respect, with all due yeah, respect, Mike, uh, I think you're going to lose this week. Uh, I. Najee Harris is somebody you cannot count on. I know you 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 kept him. You've been riding it out all season. Uh, it's just not working, and it's not going to work this week against Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. Um, Debo's got a hammy, so he he'll probably be a little limited. Uh, Mark Andrews was a question mark to play last week, and he didn't catch a pass. So things are not looking great for Mike, and I do see. Jalen Hurts coming back and having a big game. Uh, you, you laugh at Travis Etienne, but they just traded away James Robinson, so he is the clear number one in Jacksonville. I know that's you know that's that's always what you want is the to have the guy that's going to have all the carries. Hmm. So I think Serbia is victorious this week. Any breakout players? Uh, for anybody this week, you got any bishop that you would like oh, I got to talk one. about? I'm going to go on Tony's team, uh, that Len Whale Robinson guy. Why not? I think the Giants are going to be down a lot. They're going to be throwing. Maybe he'll get a quite a few t- catches. Turtle, yeah, I got one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brent, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> <laughs> I love this segment. Game this week, you heard it here first. <laughs> A breakout game for Brandon Cooks. That's like six catches, right? Six points. 
So a touchdown. Just a, if he gets a touchdown in his four for fifty, yeah. Okay. Ten points is good. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna actually take Devontae Smith. I think uh, I think he catches a touchdown this week, maybe even a long one. So give me give me uh, Devontae Smith for Serbia. And that is gonna do it for the week eight preview show fantasy football scoop and alright show's over I'm tired scoop and poop fantasy podcast now available on iTunes also email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com <laughs>